Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got friends after a breakup and a girl who's bored with sex and a girl in a small town not sure whether to leave her guy. Check it out. Enjoy. Share with friends. Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from Pullman Studios in Times Square, New York. We got a new home this week. Uh, we are still in Times Square. We're very happy to be here at Pullman. Beautiful stu- studio. They taped Doug here. The Doug. Old, the old Nicktoons. Is that the song? No, there you do, 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 Is that a royalty issue now? <laughs> yeah, we got an issue. I, I think they'll let us. We're, you know, now we're part of the Doug family with Pullman Studios. Thank you for having us here, Pullman. Great spot. Uh, very nice. Um, very excited about today's guest. Uh, you just heard him pop in. An OKP. Original key player. Uh, Nimesh Patel, thank you for coming on. Thank you, Jared, for having me once again. Very excited to have you here. I, it's a nice studio. This is a nice this little look right here. This is so dope. I want to talk to the listeners. Um, I am so excited about what's going on with this podcast. I, I got to say, I've been I've been traveling these this great, vast country of ours, and you're out there. It's a lot of America. A lot of America, and you're enjoying, and you come up to me, and you say hello, and you're so nice, and you're... You know, people that I've answered emails from, people that I've been on car rides with. It is a lot. It is as if every time I'm meeting these people out in the streets, it's like I get it down on all fours and they take out a feather and they just rub my nuts. It is a live feathering. The people don't know what to do. I'm just trying to get coffee. That's and the person a weird the co- <laughs> kind of celebrity you got going it's on. It's a weird thing. And people in line, I'm like, no, 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 go around. I'll wait for my cold brew. I gotta get my feathering here. <laughs> you gotta and, get one every sixteen people. It's like, you're yeah, J Train. And get out the feather. <laughs> get it out. I'll take out my nuts. Uh, y'all gotta stop supporting this guy. <laughs> Keep and listen. If and if you and if you're part of Feather Nation, I got my <laughs> feather Feather Nation. Nation. The Instagram. Go on my Instagram at Jared Freed. I got uh, Feather Nation hats. Represent. Represent. We wanted to make a cool. Are they just Native American headdresses? <laughs> no, we went with a single feather on a black hat. They're cool. They're fashionable. And if someone goes, "Hey, what's that hat?" You go, "Oh, it's this podcast I listen to." It's not like you're wearing, you know, J Train podcast stuff. It's a, it's an inside joke. And then if they ask In another which question, you tickle that, his balls. Yeah, it gets a little weird down the line. There's a point where the explanation gets weird. You don't have to get to that point. You can just be like, oh, it's this great podcast called the J-Train Podcast. This is his symbol. And they're like, well, what does the symbol mean? Well, <laughs> he says that when you compliment him, it feels like a feather I'm getting a rubbed. Featherette. A featherette. <laughs> it feels like a feather getting rubbed from the shaft to the knot, to the to the anus. That's what it feels like. So I wore the hat in support of that. When did that happen to you? Never. <laughs> no one's ever I mean, someone's gotta do it now. I'm still looking for the one. <laughs> so go on my Instagram. Get the feather hat. Get involved with the Feather Nation. It's a great looking hat. Um, 
Nimesh Patel, very excited to have you here back again. Yes, sir. At Finding Nimesh on Instagram. Go follow. Go support. Go get involved. He's going to be in D.C., our nation's capital, at the Beer Baron Comedy Loft, August 3rd through 5th. That's this August 3rd through 5th. That is this Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Bring your feathers. Bring your feathers. <laughs> and listen, I know the D.C. people are out there because you guys keep asking me when I'm going to come. I'll be there. But for now, trust Papa JT. Trust the King of Brunch. Trust the Archbishop of the Ass Play. Trust the Climax Czar. <laughs> trust the Wizard of Haas. Okay? I know what you like. The Feather Fairy. <laughs> the Feather Fairy. I'm coming. And I know you're going to love Nemesh and you're going to love Feather watching. Man. Featherman, make it Jewish. I'm trying to think Featherman. of some alliteration. I, I always thought that was so funny that you could make Spider-Man very Jewish very easily just by calling him Spider-Man. <laughs> That's hilarious. Your neighborhood, your neighborhood hero, Spider-Man. It's just a super. Josh Spider-Man. <laughs> Look how quickly that name becomes less superhero when you go with Spider-Man. Josh Spider-Man. So go to the Beer Baron this weekend. Nimesh is going to be there. He's fantastic. He's written for the Oscars and SNL mm-hmm. all over this place. And he's coming to D.C. So go to the show in D.C. Also, Tampa, August 17th at the Attic, a one-night event. Uh, Tampa, Florida, go, go, go. Nimesh is fantastic. At Finding Nimesh on Instagram. Go follow support. What's been going on, buddy? Nothing, man. Just enjoying this summer it's been a great summer i was just in denver the last episode we put up was the live denver podcast how was that wow my god Colton are you still Hunter, high still i didn't do any weed i drank uh-huh. a hangover in denver is worse than anything you've ever felt because the altitude dude it's the second time i've gotten drunk in denver and why would any now i know why they climb mountains because they're like i ain't drinking <laughs> <laughs> there's no reason to drink there was you that feel bad. like shit Dude, and, and you're like, why is it like? And you're I saying age? that is a lot because you've been. I've drank. Yeah, you're a tank. I can drink. Yeah, it felt like I aged thirty years. God damn, dude, it is a brutal. But the the show was hot. Comedy works. Want to thank you for having us. That club is amazing. I hear only good things. Oh my god, and it's the club that everyone said. You know, it's the best club in the country. Everyone talks about. It. Chappelle loves it. It is. It it lived up to the billing. I want to get back there so bad. And people came. That was cool. People really came out. So I want to thank everyone in Denver for coming out to the shows. I got more live shows. This Wednesday, uh, the 1st through the 5th, I'm going to be in San Antonio, Texas. San Antonio, San Antonio. Have you been there before? I've been there before. San Antonio is great. San Antonio is great. They got that Pearl Brewery. I'll be hanging out there, I'm sure. Float down that river. Float the river. So all of you, San Antonio, come on out. Bring some friends. I'm also coming to uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Charlotte, we're doing a live podcast August 15th. Bring a crew. Furniture capital of the world. Charlotte is? I think so. Perfect. I North Carolina is for sure. I think Nashville, yeah. Tennessee. I'm coming to you. I'm doing a stand-up show and I'm doing a J-Train podcast. So the 22nd and 23rd, come to one, come to both. Two different shows, okay? Stand-up one night. 
podcast the next night, or podcast the first night, stand up the next night. Where's that? Uh, Nashville, the Zanies in Nashville, oh, August awesome 22nd club. through 23rd. Um, so if you're in those areas coming out, I'm also coming to Boston August 10th. I'm doing a short set at the South Shore Music Circuit. So if you want to come out to that, that'll have like Boston legends on it. Um, I'll be there. My mom will be there. You're a Boston legend. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> the Sultan of Swipes is coming to town. Wizard of Haas. Uh, Wizard of Haas. <laughs> let's do some emails. You oh ready? Oh, my God. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. You know, when I have an OKP on here, we're going to bust through a lot let's of these emails. OKP I'm, these. I'm feeling it right now. You ready to give some good advice? Advice, yes. Good is a <laughs> difficult qualifier. Let's do it. The crowd is ready. Wait, studio audience. one quick thing. Sure. $10 to whichever one of your listeners comes up with the best feather alliterative title for... The father of feathers? No, no, you got You can beat that. The philanthropist of... Fla- I don't know. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> feather, <laughs> philant... Yeah, no. $10 to whatever... Okay, Nimesh will get you. That's $10. I'll Venmo you. <laughs> Venmo you. Uh, staying friends. Hmm. Hi, J-Train, long-time listener of the podcast. Started to get into You Up podcast, too. You've helped me on many long road trips and shitty day jobs. My problem is that me and my boyfriend just broke up. I think we're fine. It wasn't because he hated each other. It was because we had a lot of personal issues he had to work out and was dragging me down with him. FYI, he broke up with me, but I know it wasn't a bullshit reason. We've been dating since freshman year of college, and we're both juniors now, so all his friends are mine and vice versa. My best guy friend is his roommate, and we all go out together at least twice a week. My best guy friend is his roommate, and we all go out together twice a week. Um, I don't know how to go about reaching out to my guy friends as of right now. I don't want to be around my ex-boyfriend because that's the point. Uh, What's the point? I don't see a way that that's possible. Please bless me with your wisdom, oh wise one. What do you think, Nimesh? That's rough because, A, you got to honor the the bro code if you're the guy's guy friends. But, B, it's like you got to make all new friends. Yeah. I know. It's tough, man. It's tough. I think, like, you know, like, you know, you start to realize who are real friends after a breakup and who are just people that were like, yeah, they're, she's cool. Yeah, you just gotten to know those people. They're not really, they may not necessarily be your friends, but also, like, understand that if you call, like, some of her guy friends out and then, I mean, the guy's guy friends out and then they come out, you might be causing a rift between your, Him that, and his your fr- ex and his friends. After any breakup, and listen, what she said is fine. Like, listen, they're going to go their separate ways. They had a good relationship. They broke up. He's good. She's good. Just not a good match. It's fine. Right. It's okay to break up. It's also okay to take a moment to dig into your own friends and relationships that don't involve him. Right. I'm sure you have plenty of other friends that are like, oh, once she got with him, then it got kind of crazy and then we stopped touching you, base. Totally. And you can be cordial with someone and not be friends. Right. You can be... Fine with them. Like, and, and, but I think also every breakup needs a moment to, like, hey, you go to your corner, I go to my corner, let's take a breath. Yeah, you got to do it like co captains. You got to call your ex to a high school gymnasium. Yeah. And then pick which ones, which friends you Time want. to make teams. And that's what it is. And someone's going to be last pick, but you got to stick with them. <laughs> and listen, but that's true. That is a great way to put it because you're going to go, you're going to look at it and go, Oh, I love that guy that he was friends with. Yeah, you loved him because you were around him because there's going to be another you 
that he dates that's going to love that guy too. Right. And it's okay to be like at the same bar and go and say hi to your ex and then go talk with the other people. That should have that can happen in happenstance, but it shouldn't be a planned out thing for at least three months. At you least gotta, a while. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta give, that, give it time. That, especially with two years they were together. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta give that. You time. gotta give it time to see who comes back to you, and that and I mean that in like listen, there's a lot of people that I'm friends with that I like. There's a lot of college people that I I don't see for a year, right? And then I come in contact with them at an event or whatever. I'm like, wow, it's like time never left, right? And then we leave that event, and do we become friends again, or do we become people who know each other that will stop and say hello on the street? That's what it is. And it's okay. This is a nuanced thing, and it may be that you take three months away from your boyfriend and his friends, and you say, hey, I'm gonna dig into my friends. You dig into your friends. Let's take a moment. If we see each other out, we're cool. But I'm not gonna like. Uh, uh, outwardly make plans with your boys. Yeah. And then maybe three months down the line, you see one of his boys at the bar and you're like, you guys start hitting it off and you're like, oh, we're we're actually friends. It's good to see you again. And then maybe you text and you get coffee later that week because you you really are friends. But you need that like dry off period. Yeah. You need to dig down into your group of friends. Yeah. A. And B, if you're going into the junior year, cut off all your friends. It's your most important year in college. You should be studying and focus on your <laughs> That's the most Indian answer that's ever been given on this. <laughs> no more friends. I'm done with friends. <laughs> yeah. Piano your, class. Your books, the <laughs> library, maybe a TA or two. Yeah, you know, it, study, study, but I'm also saying, like, uh, on top of that, like, you also don't know, like, you know, f- freshman, sophomore friends, junior years when you, you're really locked into the, the yeah. groups. Yeah, that was the year that I'm like, oh, these are my boys, you know. And I think another thing is like when people get boyfriend girlfriends, they, you kind of uh, forget who the real friends are and not. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. You start hanging out with their friends, and you're like, sure. oh, okay, these are my friends by by sort of default, and you forget. That you were hanging out with other people beforehand. Yes. And it's uh, back to that whole making teams metaphor. Um, when you fucking make, when you have a boyfriend or girlfriend, there's an A group and a B group. Right. Okay. You either hang out with one or the other. And one, and it's never 50 50. One group gets 70 and the other group gets 30. You can try, but it's, it ain't happening. It's not going to happen. So here's the rea- the reality is you have to figure out who the people that got picked for that B group were. That might have been better friends with you than you even realized at the time. Yep. And that's three months. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. At Finding Nemesh on Instagram. Go follow. Go support. Beer Baron. This weekend, August 3rd through 5th. Go, go, go. Go to these shows. You're going to have a great time. This email is so fucking long that who do they <laughs> think? I just opened one up and I was like, ooh, I like this one. All right. I'm bored with the sex I'm having. Help. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Sup, Jared? (laughs) You might have to... What's that That, We got an issue. This is a serious issue. You're going to kill somebody. Time to die. (laughs) Love the podcast. Gets me through the commute at work. Mm -hmm. Uh, To work, I tell all my friends about it. You're absolutely hilarious, so consider yourself feathered. I'd like for you to get that hat, too. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it would really feather me. Mm. Get that feather hat. Here we go. Basically, I'm bored of the sex I'm having with the new guy I'm seeing. It's not that I don't like having sex with him because I do and I like the guy a lot. I also uh, it's also still fairly new thing and so we haven't had a lot of sex, maybe 5 to 6 times. Oh. 
but we have what what we have is Already the same bored. thing every time. Okay. For those interested, <laughs> I've been on top. This is a woman writing it, uh-huh. uh, which there's nothing wrong with. I would like just like to do dot 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 more. There's another layer to my issue. I'm actually pretty new to the big, bad world of sex, which is, I think, part of the problem. He knows I'm not super experienced, and I think it's almost a comfort thing. Even the foreplay is the same. I'm just not sure how to go about suggesting something else. Any advice on getting him to try something new with me would be great. Girl board of position. What do we think? This is such an easy fix. Really? You're, you're, because she's a girl. Okay. Just... Tell any girl can tell any guy that yeah. they're with. Like, hey, I, let's try some new shit in the bedroom. Yeah. Just immediately, guys. Yes. Okay. What do you want to yeah. do? It'll be the guy's adventure for the next. He'll be at work looking up shit to do with my girlfriend. Yeah, I. I the, the, what you're saying is very true. I've said it on this podcast before that. Um, and it, I don't mean to diminish the problem. Sorry. But. No, 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 no. But the 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 problem here isn't. It's it. We're both looking at it. I think this. Sometimes you look at a problem and you go, "The relationship is done. Right. Stop it." Right. I don't think either of us would say this to this person. No, we would of say, not. "Listen, you've had sex five or six times. You're new to sex. This is a tough thing to get over talking with your partner. Yeah. And it's tough for guys because we don't want to look. Um, you know, the, there's an ego involved. There's a you know the societal norms of manliness. You don't want to say like I've talked a lot about like throwing a finger in a dude's butt while you give him a blowjob. And I've been, you know, the I call myself the Rosa Parks of male ass play. Um, I, <laughs> I'm, bringing, wow. I'm bringing the I butt stuff that. to, you know, listen, but I'm trying to open up that conversation for you, the listener. You put a black finger in your butt? It can be any color you want. <laughs> I'm open to all races in the butt finger world. Okay, I, okay. I, but what I'm saying is when a guy gets put in a position, I'm just telling you how, the, you know, what Nimesh is kind of alluding to as well is that we're kind of we're it's tough for us to get vulnerable on this subject mm-hmm. because you don't want to look like you, you've been waiting for something to happen. So, you know, if a girl walks into a restaurant and if I walk into a restaurant and I look at a girl or if I'm in a restaurant and a girl walks in and goes, Jared Freed likes a finger in the butt. The whole restaurant clutches their pearls. <gasps> oh my! You know what's? I become restaurants. I, yeah, yeah. I'm a, the whole restaurant clutches their pearls. <laughs> now, if I reverse that situation, if I walk into a restaurant and I look and I go, "That girl likes a finger in her butt," the whole restaurant will be like, "All right, we gotta get this chick's number." <laughs> <laughs> like I gotta right. figure out how I can hook up with it. And so that's like you know, fair, unfair. That's the reality of how people kind of treat these things. So your advice is give. Put a finger in his butt. <laughs> Less that. Uh-huh. More my advice is talk about this because it's hard for him to talk about too. Guys don't talk about it, about being bored in the bedroom because A, they're just like happy they're having sex. Sure. <laughs> and B, it's like, uh, it, it is like an uncomfortable thing to bring up because they're like, what if I'm not good? What if she's not good? At, like We don't want you to feel like we're not happy to be there. Right. You could be bored and happy to be there, which sounds like this is what this girl is saying. Yeah. She's saying, I like this guy. I'm happy to be there, but same thing every time. Here's what I would also do, and I've given this advice a couple times. I think you got to wait until all the cum is out of our system to have this conversation. <laughs> so, like, you need to, next time you have sex, have sex. Have the same thing. And then once he is... And enjoy it. And enjoy it. Once it's over, you say to him, 
hey, we should do some other positions. Yeah. Because at least you've been there. All the stuff is out there. You're, you've seen each other naked. It's not like this big thing where it's like leading up to whatever. It, it, it's, it's already been done. So he knows that you are on his side. And it'll make the next time so much more fun because you'll both be looking forward to trying some new shit. And the next time could be 15 minutes away. Right. Is what I, you know. And, yeah, and the Kama Sutra is at your fingertips. And and what I would do, put things in your own terms. Hey, I don't know what I like. I want to do some different stuff with you. Right. What if we, you know, and even start with the small stuff. Don't, you don't have to go straight to shove a cucumber in my ass. You don't have to go straight to that. How about doggy style? You know, like how about, how about he goes on top? These, uh, you said you're on top every time. So, and then how about you go down on him and without him going down on you? Or he goes down on you without you going down on him? You know, trade up. Go little steps before big steps. Yeah. I think uh, you just get over the uh, it's uncomfortable. It's the talk initial about. conversation. Yeah. And then that seventh time, it's going to be like the first time. It's going to be hot. <laughs> or maybe that, maybe not the first time because the first time is always bad. Also, but. here's another good thing to talk about. That's a fire take. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another, here's another thing to talk about. Talk about the porn you like. Yeah. When you talk about the porn you like, that gives him a, like kind of an idea of like your wild side, the thing that you do in your own time when no one else is watching. I would, I would caveat that by saying maybe wait till like wait, little, wait till doggy style. Wait till after that. <laughs> do after doggy you've style broken first. the ice about then. Yeah. Don't be like, hey, so what kind of porn are you into? <laughs> Hey baby, <laughs> what kind of porn are you listening to? All right, put a put a condom on your finger. I'm <laughs> <laughs> really into this finger condom shit. Dip it into this Vaseline. That's what I like. <laughs> hey, I'd like to stop doing missionary. What kind of porn are you watching? <laughs> like that's the next conversation. Right. Pass yeah, the don't, salt. Don't do that while you're uh, smoking a cigarette <laughs> in bed after. J Train Podcast that was at gmail.com. Next J-train. time, choke a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, there are steps to these things. I'm envious of this guy. I like this one. My wiener let me down. <laughs> on. On Welcome to 32. We are sponsored, people. I'm very excited about this sponsor because they're doing some really different stuff. Um, I know we have a lot of lady listeners. Um, they are MeUndies, MeUndies, MeUndies. I always thought that MeUndies was a really cool underwear brand with the fun, crazy prints, but it wasn't until recently I tried them on, and I realized that, holy crap, they're seriously the most comfortable thing that I've put on my body. They're so fucking comfortable, and when you feel good in your underwear, you feel good everywhere else. You walk straight. I one time had this, like, tight underwear on, and my I was angry. Of course. The whole day, and I was like, why am I angry? Then I took off my underwear, I was like, oh, there was someone poking me in the stomach all day long. A slight irritant. Yeah, and that gets to you. It's so, like CIA torture, you know? It really is. And listen, MeUndies has a lot of good stuff going on. So they have a membership program. This is a great idea. Subscription Be- underwear. Subscription underwear. Because listen, none of us want to think about these things. Stop, stop working for yourself. Make the mailman work for you. Make me undies work for you. Stop getting to the point where you have holy underwear with holes all over it and they're gross and they smell. And then you have to spend a day being like, oh, I got to go to the underwear store today. Don't make, make your life streamlined. MeUndies just launched a brand new membership. You can level up your top drawer with new undies each month. 
Members gain access to exclusive prints that no one else can get. They get special member pricing on every product MeUndies makes. And you can switch styles or skip any month you want. Ladies... Okay, ladies, sign up to be a MeUndies member so you never have to worry about having a fresh new pair when you finally get your get a match. And guys who enjoy women's underwear. Sure. Anybody can put they on They got guys' underwear, too. They got guys, too. I want to talk to the women, though, because MeUndies, I feel like, gets a lot of the male treatment. I love. They do a lot of sexy, fun. And you know what I like about it? For women, and it's stuff that I, if I saw on a woman that I was with, I'd be like, Oh, I like when a girl wears like the t-shirt oh, yeah. material underwear, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like a fun print and there's like, you know, and you're like, oh, it's like, this is like, uh, you know, it's like touching touching a sleeping bag, you know? Like, it's like great. <laughs> I just want to see you finish that analogy. <laughs> <laughs> Miani's has a great offer for uh, the listeners here. For any first time purchasers, when you purchase, what's that, Shelby? They also have uh, the micro modo. Modal. That is micro-modal fabric. Yes, that is a big deal. Three times softer. Three times softer than cotton. I know it. I don't even have to know what it's called to know that it's good. Yeah, I mean. Because I feel it on my nuts. I appreciate fancy underwear. They're not. You can, like, have the benefit of delivering it to you. You don't have to worry. But they're not sending you, like the same underwear you already have. These are way better. These are better than whatever you got. Forget you're even wearing it. And also, whatever you got had no thought put into it. Let, let we're, What we're doing with these companies that I'm presenting to you is we're taking that peace of mind and stop thinking about it. You don't have to go to the store and go, oh, do I want this underwear versus this underwear? No, 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 no. We're going to do it for you. You just know that these are, I'm wearing them right now. They're, they're the best I've ever worn. So MeUndies, they got a great offer. Make MeUndies your undies. There we go. When you purchase any MeUndies, you get 15% off and free shipping for any first-time purchaser. That's there's a, This is a no-brainer. 15% off a pair of the most comfortable undies you'll ever put on, okay? To get your 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash JTrain. MeUndies.com slash JTrain. MeUndies.com slash JTrain. MeUndies.com slash JTrain. Take the free money I'm giving you. Take it. That's MeUndies.com slash JTrain. MeUndies, put your best undies forward. Here with Nimesh Patel at Finding Nimesh. Go follow. Go support. My wiener let me down. (laughs) JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Hey, JTrain, feathering that taint all the way from Texas. Been listening since the TFM days. Awesome job, man. You've helped me get through my Sunday weirds. Now let's get to the point. I'm a 25-year-old guy, solid 888. Okay, face, body, personality. I've messed around with this girl on and off for the past year and a half. Every time we've hooked up, we've both been kind of drunk, and it's always been a fun time. And I've always been rock hard. (laughs) Last night was an exception. I had a really hard time getting it up. I just couldn't get focused. Am I watching too much porn, or could I just be over this girl? I've never had this problem with any girl before, so it kind of felt odd. Has this ever happened to you or, or your super funny guest? Uh, any advice? Your help would be appreciated. Hey, man, you gay, dog. Fuck it with you. Have you ever had an issue? Oh, yeah, dude. Whis- whiskey dick is a killer, but wait, I need a clarifying question. Was he drunk this time? He said kind of drunk, and I've always been rock hard. Last night was the exception. I had a really hard time getting it up. It could be alcohol. Okay. It might be maybe you drank something different. 
Okay. Or if you jerked off earlier that maybe the time wasn't... May, let's just... If it's just... Assuming none of that is true, assuming it's just like the girl thing. I don't, I don't think, think it's a girl. I don't, I've never been in a situation... And like a lot of girls take it away that like, oh, it's me. I'm the reason you don't get hard. Right. I it's don't. Never it's that. never been the case. Like I've been able to get hard in some really squeaky situations. Right. I've been I've been able to get hard in weird situations. I've been able to get hard all over this great nation. And I've been unable to get hard in times I thought I would. Exactly. I think uh, the penis is kind of like a pitcher in baseball. You know, you don't. You know, so you have good days and bad days. Don't think of it as your dick letting you down. Think of it as destiny. Maybe some shit would have happened that night. <laughs> yeah, this could have been your dick the just saved doors. you, dog. Yeah, I I would if I the one mistake you can make with any dick situation where your wiener has let you down, quote unquote, is to think too much into it. Right. I think all you can do it like hey. Do the same thing you've been doing. Don't think about it. It's okay. It happens. Whatever. Get to the next time. If it happens again the next time, maybe it's time to make some, you know, some some changes. Maybe it is time to cut the porn. Or look in turn. Yeah, a cut the porn for sure. Uh, and, but if you're stressed about something that you don't know, stress is probably the number one thing. Stress and booze will fucking kill a boner. But they, I mean, stress and booze will kill a lot of people. Yeah. You know, so yeah. that you know that those are two things that you know. Also, stress can be can be relieved at one point of the day and then you forget about it and then you're still stressed about it still in your mind without even you knowing right. so the, the important thing with any dick situation where you feel let down by the penis don't give up on the penis he don't just don't look friend. at it don't treat your penis like you're mad at it treat you know be a better like be a good father to the penis look at it go hey it happens you're gonna be great next time be a positive mentor there you go J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Let's do this one. Dating and desolation. Let's get right to it. Female email. <laughs> 24. Two year post grad in my second job slash second city since graduating. I work in local news. I'm a sports anchor reporter at my curtain station. I genuinely love my career, but I feel like it's damaging my potential finding someone in the prime of my life based on the type of city you live in when starting these careers. I basically live in Timbuktu. Uh, for reference, I'm very far away from hour, five hours from a major city. Whoa. The dating pool in my city is small. It lacks young people, and those, uh, those it has gets paired off at a ridiculously young age. I did, however, match with some decent guy on Bumble before running out of people last November. 32 from the area, smart, great chemistry, all seem perfect. I've started getting in, integrating his friend group. They all seem to love me. Awesome. Over the course of the past few months, we had a rough patch. We've had our rough patches. He's made it clear he's not seeing anyone else, but at the same time, he can't commit because he's, not, he's too, quote-unquote, all over the place. Uh, that's not a good sign. Mm -mm. He's blank, and he's, quote-unquote, terrible in relationships. All right, that's those are bad excuses. Uh, which coming from any guy, I would consider a lame excuse uh, for just not really liking me. But he's dated one person in the past nine years, so maybe there's some truth to that. This guy, a forget this guy. B yeah. like he's never gonna get better than this. Right, he's already said the hardest thing. And it, it is sounds to say to you. it sounds like you know you're settling. 
Initially, I was okay with just having fun with them because I plan to move away from here at the end of my contract. Yeah. Um, it's a two-year contract, been here a year. But unsurprisingly, I definitely have emotions invested in this thing with no help from the Ms. Mick Singles. He even asked me to move in with him twice, uses endearing terms for me in front of his friends, and all around acts very boyfriendy. I tried to readdress the topic of commitment to him last week, but he essentially shut me down and has been acting different ever since. I think I'm more disappointed than anything else, even though I knew there was a slim chance of him having a change of heart going into the conversation. What's the move here? I'm confident in what I have to offer. Um, She put her Instagram. I'm sure you're cute. Whatever. Um, But I'm far from confident in the other prospects in the city. Part of me is afraid that if I let this go, I'll just be completely lonely and miserable for the rest of my time here. And part of me just really wants to ditch it for a while and see if he misses me. Regardless, there's also a 100% guarantee that I see him when I when going on or out on a regular basis. We tend to frequent the same places. Forever grateful for your podcast and advice. Please talk me off this ridiculous, uh, talk me out of this ridiculous idea in my head that I'm floundering my prime dating years away in the middle of nowhere. My mom keeps reminding me she was married at my age. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, you have a year left in your contract. Yeah. Swear to She's yourself now. 24. Right. Swear to yourself now that uh, uh, it'll just be a friends with benefits situation because this will not be a relationship because no. you will be moving to somewhere better uh, and somewhere else. You don't want to do that. At, you don't want to be ice. You don't want to be in Anchorage, Alaska or Antarctica at 24. She's very hot. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I got the Instagram up. Okay. She's cute. She's going to be fine. You're yeah. going to be fine. Um, the prime of your life. The prime of your life is when you're in your 20s and you're in New York. Yeah, well... Or any age in New York is your prime, the prime yeah, of your life. Well, like, also, like, let's not think of these things in such drastic terms. I know your mom is giving you pressure with the... At her age, at your age, she was, she was, out, she was married, yeah, but, you know, also, you know... At fifty, she was an old woman. There was a war going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and also, when you're fifty, you're gonna look thirty. So things change. The 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 world is different now. Um, I was twenty five. Yeah, the world. People thought the world was gonna end. They just shacked up with whoever they could and did what humanity is supposed to. Here's what I would say to her: You are. Let's change the perspective. I think you're wasting having a great time in this city that you get to be here one year left by giving in to this guy. Just be the best goddamn sports anchor you can. (laughs) I agree. Also, I don't think um, this guy will never commit, as Nimesh and I are saying. Like I, we, that those words are words that I've said to girls. The words that Nimesh has said to girls, where it just meant that we knew there was an out at some point. You had the two-year contract, which he knows and he loves because that gets him off the hook without being a bad guy. Right now, he's trying to get to that second year without being a dick. And he's not making it because you're pushing him. That's not wrong of you to push him, but I don't see his excuses as not being lame as you've given him the out. Right. I also think that he's 32 and he's in this town. He's probably... Forever. Yeah, he's probably just like... That, or he also thinks he's going to leave at some point and he doesn't know where his life is going to go. It's just well, one way or the other, there's... Let's forget about his life. Yeah, you're Her both looking for outs. His, yours is not. I think your life, your life in this small town is is not as fun with wondering about the feelings of this guy as it would be if you were just going out and having fun. And me, and right now you're holding yourself off from meeting someone else. And and right now you're only staying with him because you're afraid of the reality of being single. Right. 
and that's not a reason to not to be with somebody. Yeah, dog, go to, to the avoid gym. being single. Hit the read all the books. Yeah. Also, start making girlfriends. Start going out with them. Enjoy that. And like by the end of the year, you're gonna go to a different city. There's gonna be a different group of Bumble guys. There's gonna be a different group of guys out there, and maybe that's the better one. And at that point, what I see for you is if you commit to this guy or you force him to commit to you. You're going to waste your time at the next city. Yeah. you're Get it out of your system now because what's going to happen is, let's say you drag him into this relationship. Fine. He's in. Then he gets into this relationship, and then for the first six months you're in this new city, you're going to be traveling back and forth to bullshit town, dealing with him being like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to be. Right. You could be with the next best guy. Or luck out, find an athlete that you're covering. There you go. Boom. That's the real answer. <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Nimesh Patel at Finding Nimesh, coming to the Beer Baron Comedy Loft in DC. Go follow, go support. He's there this weekend, August 3rd through 5th. Also, Tampa Bay, The Attic, August 17th. Go follow, go support at Finding Nimesh. Let's do Looking for a Power Move. Hey, Jay, I've been seeing this guy that I met on Tinder for about a year now. Things have been going pretty well. We both enjoy each other's company so much that we make time to see each other while he's back home. He works out of town for about three weeks at a time and is only home for a week. We have been exclusive this whole time, and I've hinted around relationship labeling a few times. He's met my child, and he's even gone so far as to help me out financially. (laughs) I agree with Shelby on that Mm -hmm. one. This is serious. My question is, what kind of power move do I need to make here to make him commit and label it? Tell him to leave his wife. <laughs> she probably didn't even think of that, and a chill just went down her spine. I'm sorry. She's like, three weeks, you got off to work. There's no what, wife? Is he always staying at your place that one week he's back? I'm looking for something serious, but I have been respecting his space and taking things slow. However, I'm thinking at some point this needs to take a turn one way or another. He knows what I'm looking for. However, he's hesitant because of past failed relationships. This is, I don't know. I should probably mention that his longest relationship was two years, and I was married for seven years at one point. He's 30. I'm 27. Any advice is greatly appreciated. Thank you. What do you think? Dump him. Dump him? And find another dude. Hey, you've already been married. You know, unless you're, unless your uh, three weeks off, one week on thing works for you, in which case that's yeah. A, I, some people can make that work, but it doesn't sound like she is, like completely happy with that situation. And this guy might just be like, "This is great for me." Yeah, you, him making time for you in the one week he's home a month doesn't mean that he's like on the way to a relationship with yeah, you. Yeah, it might just be, I want to have sex and hang out with someone I think is cool. You're a vacation girlfriend. Right. The other three weeks, he's just working. Yeah, and I and we don't know what's going on in those other three weeks. I'm right. not saying he's hooking up, but I'm saying he has the, like, when does this end? When does his job situation become one where you're with him? It doesn't seem like his situation allows for a real girlfriend. And he could say you're his boyfriend or his girlfriend for the week, but what does that really do? Right. That gets you a label? Right. That doesn't get you anywhere. That doesn't mean you're going on the road with him for those other three weeks. And if you're thinking long, long term, it's like, is that what you want for the kid? Whereas, like, you yeah. see his mom, or like, stepdad once every three weeks or whatever. And, it is. and I do understand for her, she has a child. Yeah. She's probably thinking, this is a guy that 
he's great. He's fun. Right. He's he gets along with the kid. He's helped me. I the idea that he's helped you out financially doesn't help this. No, not at all. Because the fact that you referenced it means that you feel that it was a big deal as far as money. You're relating the money to the relationship with you and him together. So I don't know if that really like. Um, I don't think that's a good thing. I don't think I would want someone to go well. Why'd you give me money then? You didn't love me? Well, because you were in need. Right. You yeah, gotta the, the, you gotta end this thing. You think so? Oh yeah. It's I think I've said that so many times on this podcast to people. <laughs> it's like it's so easy to say from the outside looking sure, in. It's but, hard to take. But it but it just looks like uh hey he he's got a perfect situation. And and the other thing is she says we have been exclusive this whole time. Then what else do you need? Yeah, I mean, you're... why do you need more? Why do you want this label yeah. so that you can put it on Instagram and tell a friend? Right. Um. So you like so you can, I mean, for you, you're you have a kid, you've been married. Do you need a marriage again, or are you just looking to have fun with this guy? It's not, well, like if he if you were married for seven years, that means you got married at twenty, which means you have no idea what you're doing in a relationship. If the only marriage, if the only relationship you've been in was mm. since you were. I guess 19, 20 years old. Yeah, you know? and how do you re- react? Like, I, I think like, right. like there's a point in your life where you're like, this person that I'm hanging with is 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 an escape from the reality of life, and I have a good time with them. Right. And if you're getting that in that one week where you're like, I just love hanging around them, then what more do you need? Do you need? You don't want to get burned, which I totally understand. But right now you're in a situation that's a burnable situation. Mm-hmm. You're in a situation that. It, yeah, you're gonna that fire take you out, because what's gonna happen is you need to worry less about talking about a label and more talking about what his plan is for spending more than one week a month with you. Right, and if it's just because, a money and, thing, and if his plan is, is to not, then you can't be with this guy. No. Also, maybe just take some time to be single. Yeah, I mean, that's hard if you have a kid and stuff, but. People make it work. I've yeah. seen television shows. <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We're going to do a voicemail. Shelby, you got a voicemail for us? A great voicemail. A great one. 347 669 8252. Two. Put it in your phone. Put it in as the Wizard of Haas. And you can call me anytime and we're going to play it on the air. Let's hit it. Hi, J-Train, Shelby, and esteemed guest. Um, I have a question Steve. for you. So my boyfriend and I have recently decided to Break up. No. <laughs> conquer my fantasy of being with another female. Whoa. Hey, play some Holy Grail music. Yeah, play some. I mean, we did it. Uh, I'm already finding it pretty difficult to find a female that's down for this. Um, bars aren't really an option. My boyfriend's only 20 years old. I'm 21, so, and he doesn't have a fake ID, so, <laughs> bars aren't really in the picture. I, um, hold on, a- pause this for a second. She finally decided to go with her fantasy of bringing another woman. Finally, as if, how long, have, she's 21, how long have they been discussing this, a day? She needs to give some advice to that other girl who has only had sex like six times. Yeah, yeah, like, maybe that's the one. Yeah. Okay, so, okay, go on. Picture. Uh, we have a joint Tinder account, but <laughs> I'm based in Detroit, so the girls are kind of ratchet, and um, <laughs> or they're just not really my type. Um, I've tried finding in a girl's DMs, and I got curved. 
So I'm just asking for a few tips, um, any advice that you and your guests could give me. That would be greatly appreciated. Thank you. Bye. Okay, well. This seems impossible. Good for this dude. Yeah, what a twenty. You can't spoil this twenty-year-old with a threesome already. Jesus Christ! Yeah, uh, these kids, man. What are they doing? It's kids today. Um, I. Oh it's God. interesting that she. It's interesting that he was like. I've finally given in to my fantasy. That is a loaded I, voicemail. Yeah, I don't know if it's Shelby. Didn't it sound like it was kind of his that she's like okay. Yeah, like how he's so involved with the ID, like she isn't sure how to bring in a girl, even just, you know, one-on-one, if they would be open to that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I With these things, I think it's okay are giving there no, ideas. For are there them. no lesbian bars in Detroit? Well, also, I would imagine that, like, you know, we've had, you know, if you, you might not be up for that. If you're a lesbian, get this guy out of here. Fuck I, I No, but I'm saying, like... Maybe New York spoils you with the it, the seeming easiness with which anything sexual could be accomplished. And the openness that goes on here. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand that. But I think in uh, wherever you are, Detroit's still a big city. Yeah. I would say to her that it's okay. <laughs> Crash a sorority party. <laughs> I think one of the, the – something like this where you're like – I don't think it just happens right away. I think situationally, it's going to be uh, something that ha- you know. I think for her, she needs to. She it doesn't go well. I've decided, and then a, a, a line of women come in ready to fuck you and your boyfriend. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's not the way it works. These things take time and energy, and take time, and also like let the world come to you. So I think the idea of like pushing for this and going out and making joint Tinder accounts is kind of the wrong way to go about it. You do. Interesting. That makes it seem like you guys are like poly and all weird like that. Yeah, and it makes it seem like you guys are are um it's it makes it more seem like it's his idea. It makes it seem like a guy that like convinced his girlfriend to like make this account with I think it needs to be more natural and less creative. Interesting. So I would think, like, hey, you could look at your boyfriend and be like, uh, yeah, I'm down if it comes up, and and let it work out that way. And then you go out, you know, you're, you're both on, you know, then the world kind of comes to you the minute you say, yeah, I'm open to it. Let's see what happens. Also, maybe, uh, maybe skew a bit older on your Tinder searches. I feel yeah, like they are very young too. I, you know, a lot of people aren't ready for that type of thing at that age. Yeah, you, know, you like... got. You might have to go so old as twenty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> old fucks. Yeah. You know? Oh my goodness. <laughs> no, I, you know, like I've, I've, uh, I. These situations just don't get created. Is kind of what I've found out. And the anytime you create the situation, you end up being unhappy with it because expectations don't meet reality. Why don't you guys start with maybe watching porn together? Maybe getting off that way. Um, and when these things happen, they will come to you as long as you're open to them. It's kind of like, when, you know, I know this sounds very zen or whatever, but, you know, the, if you, if you, some, what is the, 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 the secret? 
Oh, it's yeah. like, if I say it, then it will happen. Hey, you put the energy out into the world, it's going to come back. I think this is an energy thing where it's like, yeah, and like, you guys sit at a bar. If you guys are flirty, you talk about girls that you see that are cute. You mentioned him. Oh, I think that girl's cute. I know she said he's underage now, but that will change. That's not a forever thing. That's how time works. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's how time works. So he's going to get to 21 at some point. And maybe, but I think the... I hope you make it, man. <laughs> yeah, I, this guy, he's running out of time. I know. Um, but I think right now you, you're, you're putting together, you're trying to connect the dots before they should be connected. Yeah. I, I slightly disagree on you can't create the situation. I think it's a How numbers. How would they create it? It seems like it's a numbers game. Yeah. And you just just keep doing what you're doing, and it'll you find somebody that you click with. I don't know what the words you would say to another female if you're a female, but. Maybe it's a DM. Maybe it's a situation on Instagram where you know that someone's bi, yeah. and you say to them, you just write them a DM being like, hey, I think you're so cute, and go through the girl. And they'll write back to you. Like, I would think you should be cool towards, like, get involved with the, you know, the bi community because that, exi- you know, that's out there. You know, yeah. the, the, you can go to people and maybe slide in their DMs and be like, hey, uh, I just think you're really cute. I've been watching your page. And then they write you back. And then you write them back. And then you say, well, I'm with somebody, but, you know, we've been really open to this. I, I think that it needs to be less pushed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've known a bi girl or two, and I, I do think that's good advice, but they also don't like being treated like, hey, I'm just here to, you know. Yeah, I I wouldn't like that either, to be somebody's, like, uh, you know, like, novelty. That wouldn't be fun, but... Save some money and go on one of these escort sites <laughs> and then just make your dreams come that, true for Or make his dreams come true. Right. That, that's, a, that's a good gift for, for, for a next birthday gift. I don't condone, but I also don't knock prostitution yeah i <laughs> let me I, say that on this podcast I, let me put myself out there with my position um but i do think like what shelby's saying is right but also be like be aware of that they you know hey i just think you're cute and uh um i'm just like i'm here with my boyfriend and we're like you know you can be honest and then just say i don't mean to offend but you can get to that point with a few messages before that i think that's the that's another move to make it happen yeah. let's do some news I got some big sports news for everybody. Hit it. Well, the uh, sports commentator, former thespian Mia Khalifa. Oh, Mia Khalifa is a former porn star, right? Oh, she's a Pakistani girl. Yeah. She's something. She's, <laughs> she's having something. Uh, some rough days as during uh, last year's, or a few months ago, the Stanley Club playoffs. A puck ruptured one of her breast implants. Oh, no. Wait a minute. A puck hit her and it ruptured? That happened? It happened. It happens to a lot of people. What do you mean mean it happens to a lot of people? Titties rupturing. Wait a minute. A puck, an errant puck, hit her in the titty and then... At the Stanley Cup Finals? At the Stanley Cup Finals. But of all the people in that stadium, wow. she gets hit after she... And I remember Mia Khalifa... She's got the most surface area. Well, that might be true. I I remember she... Didn't she take... She made a definitive change from porn to hockey analyst, right? She's all about sports now. Yeah, she's definitely all about sports. Well, that's so fucking crazy to me. She might have a Patreon. Oh, I'm sure we we might too. Uh, Jared Freed, hmm. uh, Patreon.com/slash Jared Freed. I I I can't. 
it's so in, it's so like of talk about numbers game. Yeah, a one in a million shot that you're like the famous porn star is like I'm done. I'm going to hockey. I'm gonna have a better life, and then all of a sudden, puck gets right in the titty. Well, now yeah, she, she definitely does. can't do porn. She's not like she can go back now. <laughs> you can always go back. There's always listen. There's enough. There's enough categories on porn to yeah. have one that's like, you know, Ooh. puck titty. Uneven. There's some dude out there with puck titty yeah. fetish that is excited about Jesus. this. I'm sorry to hear that. About so, so what happened? She got hit. Now it's hit. deflated. Hit at 80 miles per hour. Damn. Holy fuck! He said it left her feeling like blood was going everywhere. <laughs> oh my god! And the Amer- is she okay? The American Lebanese presenter oh, okay. will now undergo surgery to fix my her bad. breast at the beginning of next year. She should go. I mean, who's a better candidate for the TV show Botched? Why? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Is this a TLC thing? Yeah, it's, I think it's a TLC. <laughs> I think it's a TLC show. It sounds in that area, man. Of, it's in that in that oeuvre. Right. Um, basically, the show is that they go back to uh, plastic surgery uh-huh. mistakes or something like that, and they go fix them up. And it's like this recovery story. This is going to make a, a wild 30 for 30. <laughs> <laughs> this would be good for Botch because it's not like technically you're not embarrassing. She, uh, you know, this is a girl who wants fame. And they need to do re- recovery stories. This is a recovery story. That would be the perfect meshing of, uh, you know, partnership. It's, it sounds like a marriage made in, made in porn <laughs> heaven. Porn heaven. <laughs> what? Uh, I, wait, wait, she's fine, yeah? Yeah, she's fine now. She's Minus just a little deflated and she's <laughs> getting it fixed early next year. Why is she waiting so long to have it fixed? Is there other complications that we... You know, I, it's not like they can set like a tooth. <laughs> I don't know. Mia, yeah, we, th- th- Mia, we need answers. Yeah, why? This could have been a Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, A, that sucks. Well, uh, we're all praying for it. We're praying. The, the J Train podcast is praying. Um, we're all here for you. Now, do we have any other stories? We do, sticking on the sports theme. Do you guys like, uh, if you're traveling, do you have like a team that you're really bummed that you might not get to watch their game since you are in another city? Um, a very specific team. There's not one team. Uh, I'd want to not miss a Patriots game. Uh, Penn State football, I wouldn't want to miss one of their games on TV. I, any football game, because it's like once a week, I can miss any other game. Uh, for it's any also other like team. an event for you. Yeah, it's like a big thing. Yeah. What do you? Why? What's going on? Well, they uh, a one Kevin M. Caton in Illinois, fifty-one. He was uh, going to another city, but he's a big Arizona Wildcats basketball fan. Okay. And he knew that they had a big game when he was when he visited another area for the weekend. So he began began uh, calling a sports bar. Presenting, like pretending to be a restaurant employee and just another guy asking him to add the Pac 12, you know. This guy stinks. Yeah, what? To their whole like cable package. I hate this guy. This guy's exhausting. You can miss, (laughs) ugh. 
Awful. Can you spend an extra $100 so... Yeah, so I can clap at the TV loudly and be annoying to all your other customers so I can interrupt the whole fucking bar scene? And you knew what you were doing was wrong because you would not have pretended to be somebody else. Yeah. Oh, dude, the internet exists. This isn't 1952. Yeah, learn how to stream stuff illegally, dog. (laughs) That or find the Pac-12 bar. Like, that exists in every city. Where was he going? Just go to another city in Illinois. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean Illinois, town- Illinois is a big college sports state. Isn't it, may, it? it may be a small town, Illinois, but call more than one bar to find out if they have Pac-12 network. But I, I already know I wouldn't want this guy at my bar. Right. Too big a fan is not a fun yeah, bar person. He's gonna tell people around him to be quiet. Yeah, women don't want to be there around him. He's gonna chase off the girls, gonna- and then no one wants to be there because now you got Johnny Clapstein. Fucking clapping at a TV. And the Wildcats are going to lose, so you know he's going to be sad. Fuck his team. The restaurant restaurant noticed that their cable bill was, like, way higher, so they pieced it all together and noticed, like, that there was, like, very specific times when it raised and that he had called, posing as a restaurant employee, 12 times to get the 12 times. 12 times. This guy better not be getting laid. Faces up to six years in prison. Yeah, yeah. go. Oh. Six years in prison? He's getting laid all the time. <laughs> <laughs> identity theft, and he's 51. It's not a good scene. Oh, he's 51? Balding. Balding. <laughs> Balding. <laughs> oh, well, it's over. His life is over. All right, well. Uh, what a thing to go to jail for. Like, all right. of all the things that you couldn't have seen coming. Like, he's probably. Like, hey, what are you in for? Murder? What, are you, what about you? <laughs> Uh, I, call, I, I, I forced it. I uh, called Spectrum 12 I, times. <laughs> I bought this NFL Sunday ticket for a bar. Like, I... The other thing that's weird that, like, there's people that are big fans of Alabama or Texas and these teams, yeah. but then there's people that are huge fans of, like, Purdue, and they're, you're like, they're never going to win. The, why are you so diehard for... <laughs> It's because they hate their wives. Uh, <laughs> I think that's the only reason I can think of. I like, I like, to be I like, like the, the Arizona she- Wildcats. I like the thing Shelby's mad at. Is it's, it, like, it's a fucking Wildcats. This is the team you like. Like This would have been worth it for the Cowboys. Right. But not for... Or like some, like at least a big team. You might, oh, they're in the championship. But like people go out, all out from Vanderbilt. Him, like, him being 51 explains so much, though, that he... He needs this. Needs this. He he's got nothing else going on. But also, he didn't know to go to like Google. Like this is one of those solutions that could be found online. Right. That he didn't know how to look. Like he didn't know how to look up ten bars, sports bars, and be like, and call each one and go, do you have Pac Ten Network? Do you have Pac Ten Network? Yo, you don't. Or you know, fucking Slingbox or, or something like that. Um, how about you just watch it? At your house or or wherever you're staying at the yeah. hotel, and just order it, and go through those loops and make sure you get charged. I, I mean, tough I, guy. Yeah, he's a victim of circumstance. I, what am I gonna go to jail for? That's the question. What, what what's gonna be my old man thing? Yeah, I mean, that puts me down a river and makes it so I fuck up my life. It's not gonna be the Wildcats. I'll tell you that much. No, it'll be something to do with drunk eating. Uh, <laughs> Nimesh Patel, thank you for coming on. Thank you, Jared. Shelby, thank you for bringing the news. 
At Classic Shelb on Instagram. Go follow. Go support. Nimesh Patel. He's going to be in D.C. August 3rd through 5th. Beer Baron Comedy Loft. Go this weekend, August 3rd through 5th at the Beer Baron Comedy Loft. It's a fun night. Nimesh is fantastic. At Finding Nimesh on Instagram. I'm Jared Freed. Currently, I am going to be in San Antonio, Texas this weekend. Come on out. The 1st through the 5th. That's a long time. Need some friendly feathering. So come on out, San Antonio, Texas, at Jared Freed on Instagram. Also coming to Charlotte, coming to uh, coming to Nashville. Uh, come on out to the shows. Loving meeting you guys. We'll be back next episode. Boom.